This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What was it that did you just, somebody tell you you had a Beyonce voice? Like, where did it come from? So that is literally how it began. I kind of, you can Wait, hear this is your real voice and you do kind of sound like Beyonce. <laughs> Yep, TMZ Verified the Podcast. I'm wild. I'm Steph. Another week. Do you want to talk about our fight? No, I don't want to talk about it now. Why? Because you feel better? This is the second time we run tape on this, y'all. <laughs> and she literally made us start again because she didn't want to talk about it. And then she's going to ask me, do I want to talk about our fight? He goes, I'm keeping it in regardless. So let's talk. How are you feeling, Mike? Do you want to tell the people why we had issues today? Sure. Go. Tell your side of the story because when I tell I the story, you get upset. We... I was just saying something that went on the site. I was like, oh... Charlie D'Amelio went on the site, and you go, not a good topic. I go, I wasn't even saying it would be a topic. And that was it. Okay, great. But who who was upset after that conversation, me or you? I'm not upset. Branson, our associate producer, is in the room. Branson, was Stephanie upset or not? Give us a yell. See, I got to play both sides. Yes or no, Branson? We can't hear you all that well. Yes or no? Uh, was she upset? Yes. Branson says a bit. And this is just proof, and he won't put this in, that women get put in the upset category when I'm just reacting. <laughs> the freaking If drama. that doesn't make it in, I'm LOLing on the way home. Got... <laughs> All right, can we talk about some actual drama and not our yeah, crappy in office Yeah, literally, beat? please. <laughs> literally, please. All right, so uh, today, y'all, we're going to run through a lot, of, a lot of internet stories. We love these. All the craziest stories from the internet this week. Have you seen that video of the girl doing the Nicki Minaj impersonation? I have. Well, we're going to talk to her. We got her and we got TikTok Beyonce. I can't wait. And we also, we're also going to talk about um, your favorite new couple. My favorite new couple, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Um, also, there's a, the cocaine pilot who had a night of drugs, sex, and alcohol and then tried to fly the plane. We're going to talk about that. And then there's a new development in the Lotte drama. So spicy. So spicy. My favorite drama. You love Lil Tay. I do, actually. Big, Lil Tay's biggest fan sitting right <laughs> next to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with Travis and Taylor. Travis Kelsey opens up about Taylor Swift calling her ballsy. Travis Kelsey's opening up about the thing we all care about, which is his romance with Taylor Swift. Mm. As we know, Travis has a podcast with his brother called New Heights, and he's sharing that he's on the roller coaster of life. His brother Jason straight up asks him, so Trav, how does it feel that Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? And this is what he has to say. Shout out to Taylor for uh, for pulling up. That was pretty ballsy. That was pretty ballsy. Yeah, I um. <laughs> I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the the friends and family, she looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in a, in great light. And on top of that, uh, you know, the the day went perfect for Chiefs fans. Of course, it, <laughs> we scripted it all, ladies and gentlemen. It was it was just impressive. It was impressive. I just want to say he also referenced the slow motion chest bumps of Taylor Swift, the high fives with his mom. He says it's a game he'll definitely remember. It's, I know they're not a confirmed, confirmed couple, but it's giving, we got a thing. And then he says, and I quote, and then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end. Uh. And if you are a Taylor Swift fan, you know the getaway car is a song. And that means he's listening to her music or has listened before. And remember, this all started because Travis Kelsey put his number 
on a friendship bracelet. And if you are a Swifty, you know that friendship bracelets, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, I didn't know the getaway bracelet. car was a song reference. Oh, yes. Oh, he's smooth. Oh, he's smooth. He is smooth. Also, as we reported, she was sitting on his lap after the game at a restaurant after party sort of thing. And he supposedly rented out a place for friends, family, whatever. The point is, these two are a couple. There's no way that they are just casually hanging out as friends with the getaway convertible. Mm. With the First of all, here's how I know they've been hanging out for months, in my opinion. You are not going to meet the man's mom and hang out with her if you haven't met or hung out a little bit. That was not the first time they were hanging out. Okay. Do you disagree? Um, no, I don't disagree with that, but I would like to address each of these little points in separate steps. Okay. okay first thing, I was 100% with this relationship. I thought they were together. I'm like, this is real. I know there were some haters being like, this just you were seems one of them. like. No, I wasn't. I was not one of the haters. Like, I initially was like, oh, this is this is genuine. Like, they like each other. Why is this weird that people think it's fake? Like, I was okay. team All right. trailer. Okay. And now, after Travis's remarks, I actually don't think this is real at all like Travis yeah because he made it seem like oh he was like Taylor came to the game she was cool everything was great like we cool but it wasn't like a there was no expression of his interest in Taylor while he was describing the whole situation that went down like he was like it came off as if like oh you know we agreed to that it was cool they shook hands went on their way and had a great day like it doesn't give like oh yeah you know we connected like he didn't say anything about their connection as a couple it was more so like Taylor was great and i'm like was she great do you like her like you know it doesn't give there was no sign of affection mm-hmm. it definitely seems more arranged now and then i feel like they're like force feeding us this Mm-mm. i think she's in her hot girl era i think that she is i think travis kelsey made a move he's like i you know he's talked about her before he's made his mm. moves he's shot his shot if you will yeah yeah and she's single she's in her prime of her career Mm -hmm. and she goes Travis Kelsey's hot I'm gonna go on a date with him I'm gonna go to his game I'm gonna rile everyone up and as I said in the previous episode some of you roasted us but I really think she is strategic with her moves in life and that I can appreciate you know that explanation makes I like that explanation a lot better because people trying to be like ship them together as if they're like a romantic couple and I'm like it's not really given that like it's given we did whatever we did and we went on about our Yeah, way. why can't like, we just have like casual, like why do we always have to be like, I am dating Travis Kelsey for marriage and mm, I want to have six right, of his children. Right. Like if that could happen, but maybe they're just hanging. It's because she's so famous though. I know, but like, we need she, to also respect Taylor and the fact of like, it could be a hookup. It could be a hookup. The mom part made me, like it's like the, the signals are mixed. But you know what? I'm thinking about it now that you made that point. What is she going to be like, I'm not going if your mom's going. Like, she has to be with the mom. She, uh, she doesn't have a choice. It has nothing to do about the seriousness of their relationship. The mom was just there. The mom's just there. And she, what is she going to do? Be rude? Okay. That she, is, that. And, and Taylor's so personable. She could make she could make a pencil like her. So, I you know say, what I mean? I, yeah, I know people that have been around Taylor and they all say she's really sweet. So. I'm trying to think of, like, my current crush at the moment. And, like, uh, if he was like, you know, you know, my mom's going to be there. I'm not going to be like... <gasps> I'm not going to that. Uh, I definitely would be like, uh, circle back to this later. Like, I'm not. But if Taylor can also get something out of it, which is like, remember, I don't know. It, it's her previous relationship has been known to be sort of in secret with Joe Alwyn. And this is very much a public thing. And I think that was something clearly she was wanting because her current flings since the breakup have been sort of public. 
I felt like she really didn't like Joe Alwyn that much. Like she was like, <laughs> I don't like this one. <laughs> I'm gonna keep him in the house until I decide what the like she. I will say what the Swifties are saying and what TikTok is saying right now is that the NFL's TikTok like operator needs a raise because mm-hmm. it says the date of when she was there, 9-4-2023, Taylor was here. I love when companies just lean in. I think that's what it says, Taylor was here. In. Or it's like Taylor's version or something. Ta- like it's, it was, it's very Let's Taylor just say Swifty. their TikTok references Taylor and yeah. – that's a win for the girls. I love it. It's the year of the girlies. I do love when people lean into that. One thing about stuff. Taylor Swift, she will, you know what, now the NFL, when you think NFL, right now you're thinking Taylor Swift. I am thinking Taylor Swift. Right? Yeah. All right. I have one more conspiracy. Go. <laughs> I think that, you can't just get me started on Taylor Swift and then tell me to shut up. So as we know, her previous relationship was a lot more private than mm-hmm. her previous flings. I think there's something about her where TikTok is saying the girlies, the Swifties, all of us combined are saying, and maybe even, you know what, I'm not going to lie. I know there's some men out there that are Swifties as well. Uh We're all saying that this guy has a job. He has his own clout. He has, you know what I mean? Like, that's so not shady. That, not that Joe Allen didn't have but a job. Joe but Joe Allen like, didn't have the, he was not a star actor. Like, Let's Travis be honest, you're Taylor Swift. You need someone with the same, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you need something, someone with the same. Like oomph. Oomph. Yeah. It's the best way to put it. It doesn't, no one's going to be as big as her. True. True. But, I mean, the only one I could probably think of is like, what, like Drake? Yeah. That would be, I'm like. Drake ain't doing that. All right. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Moving on to my favorite... uh Influencer. This is your favorite influencer. I don't know I'm so why. Confused. I don't. I don't really. I mean, I think the the situation is a hot ass mess. We're talking about Lote. I think the situation is a hot ass mess. But I was around the Lote when the Lote era and that when she emerged from seemingly out of nowhere. So she has a little slight place in my heart. So on Tuesday, y'all, uh, a message was posted to Lote's Instagram account claiming that you know the death hoax from last month where someone went on Lote's Instagram and they. Posted and they said, Lote dead. And her brother is also dead. That that Instagram post. So on Tuesday, someone returned to her Instagram and they made a post claiming that her father, Chris Hope, was actually behind the entire death hoax. It said, in quotes, my abusive, racist, misogynist woman beater father faked my death. Strong opinions. It's a really it's a really strong claim to make. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Chris Hope now has come out and he told us exclusively that. That post, that ain't have nothing to do with him. And not only did he say it had nothing to do with him, but he suggested that it's like a little defamatory and he's a lawyer. So there may be a little room for lawsuits there. So he says the person who is responsible for that Instagram post, as well as anyone who is repeating the false accusation within it, are virtually certain to become defendants in a defamation lawsuit. So he's saying, try me if you want to. I will sue your ass. 
I ain't mad at him for this. I just think this whole family is messy. The whole family is kind yeah. of a hot ass mess. But Chris Hope, for uh, all intents and purposes, seems to at least be the one person who is at least seemingly level headed in the whole Lil Tay drama. It's just, it's weird. The whole thing is weird. I think the whole hacking situation, as we've talked about on the pod before, it, it, was it really a hackery situation? Like, is hackery the word? Like, hacking, who yeah. was it? Was it your team? Was it, like, someone random? Was it, I, I just don't really understand where this is all coming from. I do think there has been some previous little Tay, Lil Tay drama that has happened where it's like, are they trying to get on the map? Mm-hmm. Is this actually happening in their real life? And I don't know. Yeah, and when we say Lotte's team, y'all, like, th- not that we have to separate it like they're in a boxing match, but on one side, we have Chris Hope, that's Lotte's dad, and then on the other side, we have Lotte, her mother, presumably her brother Jason, and then whoever else is working on her team. So her team is essentially like those people, and then her dad is on a separate kind of path. Her dad was also kind of big in a big legal dispute with her mom for custody in 2018. So they don't have a good relationship, Lil Tay's mother and father. And as far as we know, Lil Tay is presumably with her mother right now. Right. And the only thing we can confirm is what her dad is saying about this certain situation. But in terms of her being so young and all of this drama happening in her family, that this has got to have some lasting effects and mm-hmm. affects her and even in the present day of yeah. how your family operates and yeah. I know that when I was her age I wasn't dealing with public I just know that's gonna have some yeah I can't imagine being a teenager and then having all this drama which, right whether she is involved in the drama or not she's kind of still a child yeah so. she's underage yeah. like I think so we feel bad for Lil Tay yeah. justice for Lil Tay justice for Lil Tay I just think even if she is involved in the drama she's too young to be making these decisions for herself, her parents, and her team. No, 100%. At some point, you have to, like, be the adult in the situation and realize that, like, young people, maybe not, they don't know what's best for them. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, someone else who doesn't know what's best for him, there's a pilot (laughs) who had a little bit of, a little coke action. A British Airways pilot admits to a coke-fueled romp before trying to fly. He partied his face off in Africa before he tried to hit the skies less than 24 hours later. No way. But thankfully was reported before that could happen and fired as well. Mike Beaton reportedly spilled the beans to another flight attendant, which we know never put in words, especially in text, Mm -mm. anything work-related. That's why I always call. I'm just (laughs) kidding. He sent texts to his pilot friend a few weeks ago describing his wild night out. He describes being with women. He describes being at, you know, partying. And the whole thing was recorded on text. You're not, you ain't selling this because this man is, y'all, the text goes, I've been a very naughty boy. Ew. Like, it's so, (laughs) this is why he's texting me, the the other airline employee, and he goes, there's a story of how I ended up snorting coke off of a girl's tits in Joburg. Okay. Joburg is what they the nickname for Johannesburg in South Africa. That's what they call it. Snorting coke off a girl's tits in Joburg. There's two women, and then there's two men that he meet at this local bar, and that's where the shit show began. So he goes, snorting coke off of a woman's tits. And another text message, he goes, yeah, the hot Latina woman is getting her tits sucked on the other couch. Like, this is... Wow. A pilot texting this to another airline employee. Let me just say, if any of my coworkers ever texted me this in full, I'd be like, that's great. I'm really glad you had a good Saturday, but like, let's keep the details to a minimum. That's kind of how the, the other employee was. She goes, not really my twist, but glad you had fun. Y'all, he was doing all this. He had his sex-filled romp and the cocaine and the drugs and the alcohol. They finished off like a fifth of vodka or something. 
24 hours before flying. There's no way. So what happened to him? Crazy enough, Beaton tried boarding his flight the next day and attempted to fly back to London. But his friend ratted him out to their bosses, and then they halted everything. He was forced to stay in Joe. He was forced to stay in Johannesburg. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. He was forced to stay in Johannesburg for at least an extra day to do a drug testing and failed at first. Once he was sober again, though, they shipped his ass back to the UK <laughs> as a standard passenger and he was fired shortly after. British Airways tells us safety is always a top priority and this individual no longer works for us. Damn. You know. I hope the coke was worth it. Because you, sir, no longer have a job. Uh... And the fact that he was going to fly, like he was going to do it. Yeah, it's so messed up. Like there are are too many people on the airplane for you to be bringing your hungover ass Mm -hmm. on the airplane to fly the airplane. Like I don't think that you can be doing coke and uh, drinking a fifth of alcohol. Like there's levels to partying and and doing activities Like do what you want in your own time. Yeah, but bro, this is dangerous. Yeah, and HR rule number one, don't tell your coworkers shit. Don't tell your coworkers a goddamn thing. And definitely don't text them. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing Nothing Mm -hmm. in words. I don't need... It don't even got to be sketchy. I ain't saying nothing in text. You will never have the proof to take to HR from me. And that's why we're on the phone for an hour a day because I got a lot to say. (laughs) Do you know what I mean, though? You can't do that. You can't do coke and then try and fly a plane. Mm -mm, It's impossible. And you know what? Good on this, honestly, tattletale coworker. No, I still don't like snitches, though. Like, snitches get stitches. Yeah, but what if they weren't that close? Because now you're just bragging about bitches that you get, and now I'm jealous. (laughs) That's probably what happened. Ah, He goes, well, I was at the hotel sleeping for this flight tomorrow, and you were out part, and you didn't invite me? And just a hater. This is where he went wrong. He didn't invite him. He didn't invite the one friend to the sex-filled cocaine romp, and that's what happened. But don't fly with, like, that's so irresponsible. That's so, like, messed up. More of what the story is, don't do drugs before. Do operating any heavy machinery. Here's the moral of the story. Don't tell your coworkers thing on text. Call them. Uh, don't do coke before you fly a plane. You go do it on the weekends. And do not, I repeat, do not look dorky in any photo that you have because it will because be the, online. Uh, and now you look, you're the dork who did coke and then tried to go to work. Now how do you get a job? How do that. you get a job now? How? And everybody knows that one really bad photo of you that they've used on every news article. How do you so get now. a job now? Hi, I'm here for my interview. They, they go, go, are you oh, uh, are you the coke guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good boy, good boy. All right, let's move on. Um, I have been obsessed with these two girls on TikTok. I'm the best side of TikTok that I've ever seen. I was about to say, you know, you know, music TikTok is where it's at. So there, so a few weeks ago, this video on TikTok emerged of this girl doing. A Nicki Minaj impersonation. And y'all, if I did not tell y'all that this was a Nicki Minaj impersonation, you would not even have known. Play a little bit of it right now so you can hear the impersonation. Shut your eyes if you're watching on YouTube. Oh, you know what? Wait, music. where you begin your nails then at? Um, I just start going to a new lady. She come to me, you know, because I got the you, babies. I, I, I know yeah. that's right. I want me. But a, you, you don't have people coming to you? No, I don't have people coming to me. I want a cute little fat baby. Steph. They are, it, it is... I can't even speak. I'm speechless. So there are two girls in this video. The one girl's name is Nia. The other one's name is Alia. Alia is fake Beyonce, and Nia is, of course, fake Nicki Minaj. They're we gorgeous. Got... Stunning. Y'all. I was shocked by their voices, but then I was shocked by their beauty. So we did some some digging around, and we fucking found them. 
Y- y'all know I was. We were saying them. TikToks back and forth. No, literally, this was like our night the other night. Just like how do the we get one these time you can text show? your coworker is ah, about that. It's about work, work <laughs> vibes only. So we have them here. Aliyah, Nia, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Good. We are so happy to be here. So if you're like, yes. who is that, y'all? They're not going to talk in the Nicki Minaj and the Beyonce voices. That ain't how they really sound. Like they're entertainers, they're actors, they're creators. They got other things going on, but. We want to start like from the beginning, y'all. What was it? Because, Aliyah, you've been doing this for a while. Like, I went down your TikTok, and you've been TikTok's Beyonce <laughs> for a hot minute. Nia, you only recently just put, uploaded the first, like, Nicki Minaj impersonation video. But, like, mm-hmm. what was it in your mind that day that you're like, This is it? I'm going to do, do the Nicki voice. So, I think it was 2020. I started listening to Nicki a lot. And my brother, I wanted to be a TikToker. And he was like, I think you should start like posting Nikki stuff. And I was like, no, like I just, I'm, I don't know how to really do it. And I would wrap her wraps around the house. And so my mom one day, two weeks ago was like, you need to post a Nikki video. Your TikTok has been blowing up. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll finally do it. Um, and I did it. She had just done the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, it's the perfect time to like upload it. And Ali had been doing Beyonce. Um, we lived close to each other. I posted it and went viral, 13 million views. And I just was like, oh my God. Um, Aaliyah texted me and she was like, so you know we have to do Beyonce and Nicki, right? Like we can't <laughs> not give the people what they want. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was literally amazing. And so we just linked up, made that collab and people were asking for feeling myself and flawless. And I said, we could do that for y'all. And we did it. Yes, I'm like, that, that was the thing we wanted. <laughs> the moment I saw Nia, I go, oh, she needs to link up with TikTok Beyonce. Yep. Aaliyah, what for you? Like, what was it that did you just somebody tell you you had a Beyonce voice? Like, where did it come from? So that is literally how it began. I kind of wait. This is your real voice, and you do kind of sound like Beyonce. (laughs) Exactly, I get that all the time. It's like your real voice sound like Beyonce, and I had gotten it a lot. Like back in 2021, the end of 2021, the beginning of 2022, Uh I was with my girls. They were like, "Girl, you gotta sound like Beyonce." So I was like, "You know what?" I got this TikTok. Let's see what we can do with it. The biggest flex of all time. Mm -hmm. Like one video, it blew up. Everybody in my house was just like, oh, like that's what this is. Like you're doing it now. This is the thing you're doing. That's kind of just, it just went from there. So I know y'all said y'all live in the same city. Don't tell us like exactly where y'all live at, but like what part of the country are y'all in? I'd say what? the, The Midwest? I say STL. I'm a STL. Okay. Okay. I'm St. Louis. What are the odds, though, that you do one thing on TikTok, Aliyah does another thing on TikTok, and, and you live in close proximity? Mm-hmm. It it was literally it was so funny because I had discovered like Aliyah a while ago, like probably like a year ago, and I think I had like a hundred something came. So did she, um, but I didn't know like she was really doing Beyonce then, and I definitely wasn't even doing Nicki. Then so the more we started texting, we actually had met up at like Panera before, and we were going to do a collab. Then it just didn't work out. She's booked and busy. She models, acts, and everything. So when she was busy, I was, and it was just like it was like God. Like the minute I posted that, she was blowing up for at the same time too, and she was like, "This is like it right here." And I'm like, "Okay, like I think the people will mess with it." And I Twitter, Barb Twitter and Beehive Twitter blew it up. I think three million views on TikTok, but ten million views on Twitter. And then the shade room. And now we can't go outside in public, y'all. <laughs> no, it's been like circulating heavy. Like I've seen it on every blog. I've seen it all over the internet. 
Have y'all heard yeah. from Beyonce or Nicki Minaj since this all went down? <laughs> Nicki did like Nicki did like the video, and I think I fell up my steps three times with my Yorkie trampling behind me to let my parents know what was going on because I could not believe it. I thought it was fake. I literally thought it was fake, and I reloaded it, and people were already flooding my DMs. You know her fan pages. She's you're in you're in Nicki Minaj's likes on TikTok, and I said, "What y'all talking about?" Right. And I saw it. So it was a, it, it was amazing. <laughs> For me, it was totally different because it is Beyonce. So you got to know a friend 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 that Beyonce mm -hmm. is talking about you. And I got a few friends in the industry. So one of my friends reached out and was like, hey, I actually just talked to Beyonce's assistant and they know who you are. And also Mama Tina was liking posts that were being posted to me on different accounts. So this is, this is happening last year. So most people that follow me don't even know like, yeah, Beyonce knows who I am. Cause I'm, I'm pretty private about it. I'm like, I don't know if I should say that. Like, I don't know if I should start going to people and be like, yeah, uh, yeah you should be posting that. I got a yeah. t-shirt that'll be like, Beyonce know I exist. My like, license plate on my car would be like, mm -hmm. Beyonce knows who I am. Yep. And I feel like that's how a lot of it happens, especially with Beyonce, because Beyonce is so massive that it's always like someone on her team shows her or someone around her really close to her your content and then Beyonce knows you exist. Literally. And that was a big thing. Like she literally, her, her assistant was like, oh yeah, she watched it. And then they did her voice and was like, she said, she is so funny. Like that's <gasps> the whole thing. And it was just fun. So it was cute. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I love it. I want to know the first time you guys got together and, and did this whole thing. What's the creative process like? Are you guys, of course, you're listening to comments, but really what's the mm -hmm. creative process? It was for me, bounce. she's like my big sister. So the minute mm -hmm. we got together, it was like, I don't know, it was just like hanging out with your sister. And so we're reading the comments and we're, we just start talking about our careers first. Like we just get into a really deep talk about like where we want to take this after um, the video, what it was like before. And we just took the suggestions and we said, let's do it our own way. You know, we were going to do like, so Ali was like, let's do like they're on the breakfast club because Beyonce not on nobody breakfast club. Never ever but showing then, up. But, yeah. but never <laughs> ever. So we got a mix, you know, like being casual and being like, not casual. And then we ended up doing the feeling myself, I think. And Ali was like, I have a floaty. And I said, you got a floaty. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're doing that. Like we have to do it. So it was just like, she's so creative and I am too. We would give each other little notes and we would just be like, you got it. Yeah, you got it. And I would go, it ain't nothing but a word. Like we just <laughs> knew immediately. It was so fun. So quick. We just, it was just like hanging out. And I told her, I said, that was probably the happiest day like of my month. Cause I felt so comfortable and we just love acting we love yeah. we love that like that's where we want to take this is acting voice acting red carpets but you know this is really developed into a real life friendship yeah no i love it yes i love it so mm -hmm. you talked about your career aspirations what is the goal for you guys separately and like maybe with this little collab y'all been doing uh, for me, I, because I, before Beyonce, I was a sign model or I am a sign model. I cannot model. get over how much you sound like Beyonce. <laughs> we keep looking at each other like. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. A lot of people are like, that's why it's easy to hear she sound just like her. So I'm like, okay. But um, 
Outside of that, I definitely have been just aspiring to act. Like I moved to Atlanta when I was 18 to do movies. I did my first Hulu movie when I was 18. So like, that's kind of just been my trajectory acting. And so like Beyonce came along this journey of acting. She's like one of my near and dear characters in a way. (laughs) You know, you can't call Beyonce a character because she's a human, but (laughs) definitely a near and dear human to me and like love her. And just like acting, modeling, dancing, pre-professional, all of that. That's my jam. So for me, it's like the same thing as Aliyah. I want to I want to act. I think I had been doing plays and choirs and travel choirs, honor choirs um, since I was in the third grade. So when social media came around, it was easy for me to put myself on camera because I was that kid that wanted to do like the Disney Channel auditions and was begging their mom, like, can you please take me to this? And she's like, no, it's a scam. And I was like, it's not. I'm going to be on Jesse. I'm going to be on Shake It Up. You're not going to stop me. So I ended up making Netflix documentary, like mock Netflix documentaries on my TikTok. And that was my first, I think, a million view video last year. And people were like, oh, like she likes doing this. I like to dance and pretend I'm on tour and engage with fans, my stuffed animals in my room. Like I just love, I love putting on a persona and tapping into a character. So whether it's Nicki Minaj or whether it's me using a British accent or sounding like a Kardashian, I, I, this is what I want to do. I want to voice act. I want to act. I want to be on Netflix. I want to host the Vogue carpet, you know, for the Met Gala. I like hearing people's stories and I like um, creating my own and tapping into little characters. I like that. The first time I saw Nia was actually you doing that like dramatic ass if I was doing a Netflix concert movie. And I'm like, this girl is fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> it is I loved it. I loved it. Are there any other collab or any other creators that you guys are like, I would like to work with that person? Have y'all thought about like a dream list? I think uh, maybe because outside of Beyonce, like I've done Zendaya, I've done Hallie, I've done the sisters, I've Uh done myself with each other. So like, um, I think I just want to play with some actors. Like, let's see if we can get on the show. Let's see, Uh you know, that's how I feel. I love the content creators out right now. I love Tony TV. That's what I'm okay, like. Okay, I love me some Tony yeah. TV and the damn like keys. And they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Tony. I love Charles Brockman. Like, those are, like, my peers now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. It's weird. But, like, those are my people. Yes. I was going to say the same thing about Charles. He just followed me yesterday. And I just was like, because he makes, like, the Disney skits. So it's yep. literally, like, with it's like a, a friend. Like, oh, you get it. You were one of those Disney kids, too. But I think... Um, I think Bremen Rock. I love his personality. I think he's so cool. Um, I don't know who else. I know Baby Tate followed me, and her personality is super cool. I think yeah. she. Um, we talked for a minute, and I just was like, I just want to like Aaliyah said. I want to get into acting, and I like the friendships that you get to make from it. So if I can go be friends with these people who I literally used to look up to and just create because all these people are on camera, it's like the new thing to post yourself. And some people are still scared to do that. So. Anybody who's up for it, um, hit me up. <laughs> Can we get a little of the uh, Nikki and Beyonce while we got y'all on live right now? Maybe do like a, fl- a flawless, a little uh-huh. something, just a little convo. Can we get a little oh. something, something? Would you want us to hold on? Wait, Papa Bear, where your where your daddy at? Okay, I'm sorry about that, y'all. He need to sit down. Um, we was just talking about doing a flawless remix. Uh, do you want blue? Do you want blue on it or not? Nah? What you wanna? Nikki, I think um, we should have my kids on it. Not just blue, though. I think I want Rumi and Star on there. Uh, I want them oh. to, you know, play with us. I want them to be in the, the room with us, room where it happens, like Hamilton. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I 
love y'all. <laughs> I'm really like, I, I seen y'all on TikTok. Like, I feel like I am, we were watching like the cusp of some extremely amazing career. So I, I really fuck with y'all. I seriously do. Like, it's unreal. It's mm. so unreal. To see it on TikTok, but then to hear it, like, it. That's why I keep getting stopped in my truck. I'm, I'm like, literally no in way. shock. There's no way. There's no which, way. All right, last question. Would y'all ever do like comedy? Like this is like a pre-made SNL skit right here. Mm -hmm. Like would y'all ever be open to something like that? They need a more black women on SNL too. Well, that, Ali, have you been receiving those comments too about I, SNL? Yeah, trying not to talk over you. But yeah, I, I actually talked about that in a video before and people were like, you are SNL. Like if you go through my page, I've done all the videos like I one time made a 90s uh sitcom of myself when I was bored so like I love it that's my thing for sure it's it's such a it's such a natural feeling and I think one of my goals is to have like a main role on like a sitcom like I was I liked blackish grownish modern family the office like any of those things such a wide variety because I just like to laugh laughter gets me out of a dark space so when I make other people laugh I'm just like oh this is this is like medicine. It's this is amazing, and I can do it naturally. That's a talent. That's a gift. So I would love to do something like that, especially SNL. And they definitely need more women, let alone black women, on there that not only can other little girls and boys can relate to, but um, a space for us to just be ourselves, mainstream. Because who we can we love TikTok, but it always can go bigger than that because it happens for other people. So it can happen for us, whether it's Nia and Ali, Aaliyah or um, Beyonce and Nikki. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the perfect time for us to blow up, perfect. to be honest. Because like, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> now all the studios are like looking for the next thing. Literally. Oh. We didn't got some, we didn't got some emails and some calls. <laughs> Anything y'all can so, tell us about? Like who y'all who y'all working with? Anybody that we know? I don't know <laughs> if I gotta keep it on a Lilo, but I have definitely gotten some emails with some amazing um opportunities. Um, television opportunities, okay. um, voice acting, voice acting opportunities, and um, it's just, it's crazy how it all happened in probably less than what three days, Aliyah. It was literally insane. three days. Like I just, my managers just got an entertainment lawyer, so like wow, that's, that's how you. That's know. how you know it's yep. serious. <laughs> well, we're really excited for y'all. We appreciate it. We thank y'all for hanging out Thanks with us for today. Talking with us. Y'all are killing it. Man. It was unreal to hear it. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, y'all. We'll Thank talk to you. y'all later. Bye. Have a good one. I kind of love them. I hope someone closed their eyes and listened to that because it is truly Beyonce and Nikki in the room with us right now. No. <laughs> what? Wait, what's that? What's that? Go, we mean, literally like... had them on me. Beyonce no, and Nikki Minaj on Zoom today, y'all. Literally. Was, it was lit. It was I'm going to start lying. Them. I'm going to be like, I met them. And we'll just use the audio uh -huh. of them play. Ah! That's a good idea. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for us, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. I go. Are we not going to talk about we have what we have planned this? We have nothing planned this weekend. What are you doing this weekend? Um, I feel like I'm doing something. Maybe brunch. Oh yeah, we're doing brunch. I'm like, if y'all see us out in the street, as always. I'll let you know if he leaves his house. No, go. If y'all see us out in the street, as always. You do you want to do you want to conclude our fight since you're going to put it in? Yeah. Do you, all right. So how do we wrap this up? I'm not mad. I am literally also, I'm, I'm never mad, y'all. We will have I'm a thousand fights and only one person will be storming around the building and it won't be me. That's just because I have boots on. Ah! Don't throw shade to my shoes. <laughs> Don't throw shade to my shoes. All right, well, the beef is settled. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>